I'll tell you how I got smicha in a stupid way, in a sweet way. <laughs> I wasn't so eager on getting smicha because, I don't know, I wasn't into it. One day at that time I was working for the Babi Shalabba. <coughs> Not as deep as Shloimele, but you know, after Shloimele. <laughs> I was working, yeah, before, right? <laughs> And uh, one day the rabbi called me in, and that time I was, uh, I'm still a little bit, but that time the rabbi was, the rabbi goes to the fire, I jump off the Rockefeller Center. Not only after I'm thinking, without thinking, and after, before, I mean, the rabbi says, that's it. The rabbi calls me in and says, Schleimer, uh, Schleimer, whatever he says to me, I don't want to talk to you and see until you come in with the smicha. I mean, I cannot afford to sit there for two years and see the rabbi, you know, I was like, <laughs> right there. That means I have to go out and get smicha. Okay, I go to Ramosha Feinstein. Ramosha Feinstein says, <coughs> it was about this time in the winter. He says, I tell you something, he says, I'm so busy right now, come back on Pesach. Who wants to wait till Pesach? I was before Hanukkah. <laughs> I didn't want to say anything bad. I thought maybe I'd go to Rabbi Gustman. Uh, no, not Gustman. Uh, what's his name? Pikarski. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Pikarski. Yeah. Okay. You should live long and happy. You know, I was learning in Lakewood, right? And uh, he says to me, I can only give you smicha if you have learned at least six messages. I love to if you have at least the Talmud has 63 volumes, it says if if you have learned at least six volumes, then I can talk to you about smicha. It's like you know, imagine uh, you want to get a PhD, and someone says you must have at least be a graduate of kindergarten. You know what I mean? So I thought, you know, I mean, who's he thinking? He's thinking. I mean, who's he talking to? You know, <laughs> I went back to the rabbi and I told him, not really personally because he told me he won't, won't, doesn't want to talk to me. I sent a little letter and I said, I asked Rabbi Moshe. And he said, as only time. And Pekarski has a chutzpah to tell me, unless I know six mesechtas, you know. So the rabbi says to me, I never, never thought that you'll ask Pekarski, you know. I mean, like, he is not on the level. So the only one who was left over at that time was Rabbi Rutman. Yeah. Was very easy. Genius, not the word. Super genius, right? Gershon. Super genius. I mean, sharp like a whip, and very special. And I met him a few times. He was also basically a friend of Lubavitch, but then some of them he was not a friend anymore. Anyway, I call him up, I want to see him, and he tells me to come to his house. It was very special, and he was like friendly and also like make, <coughs> let you know, you know, don't get too close. Anyway, so I'm coming to his house and I said to him, <coughs> it's stupid, you know, you might think it's maybe stupid, I don't know you that well, you don't know me that well, but I need your favor, I want to have smich, and I told him the whole thing, straight. <laughs> I want to be ordained by you. But he was he was a super genius now. And you know, I was learning by Aaron. I couldn't ask of Aaron for smicha because he was angry that I left for Lubavitch. So I couldn't ask him. Anyway, so he says to me, what would you do if you would be I? 
Yeah, what would you do in my place if someone like you comes asking for smicha? How would you how would you handle it? And the truth is, I, I had learned where the shonor, you know, it was not, I didn't have to. So I said to him, you know what I would do? I would write, I was sitting with him like here, and there was a whole chance the Talmud was there. He says, I would go over, closing my eyes, and take out one volume, and open it again without looking. And wherever this page opened, I would tell me, or the, or the other one, come back in three days, let's talk about that page. He says, it's a good idea. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if he didn't look, but then he walked up and took out Masech Techum, and he opened Mamish on the page where the whole thing is, you're there, Tam Ke'ika, imagine you're not permitted to eat ham, or you're not permitted to eat shrimps, right? Imagine if it's not ham, but it has a taste of ham. Imagine you put some ham and chicken soup, and you take the ham out. But then the chicken soup tastes from ham. It's from real ham, right? But what is left is not the ham itself, just the taste. Okay, it's very, very deep and far-reaching. Right? Anybody who knows you're there, this is like uh, the essence here. You can't move aside, right? Okay, anyway, so... I was supposed to come back in three days. After two days, he gave me a ring. He says, I don't have so much time to come back in a week. It's okay. Okay, you know, uh, for that one week, I was learning everything which has to do with Tam Ke'ike. And I had a Torah which takes maybe three hours at least. To, I mean, not, not to tell people, to tell him. So after I'm starting talking to him, so after ten minutes, it's enough of getting, you know, getting a headache enough. I trust you. I say, you know, it's not fair. Here, I sit like a dog, prepare myself for a week to tell you Torah, and you don't want to even hear it, you know? <laughs> so anyway, he listened to it, which was sweet, and didn't say anything. I says, come back in two weeks. It was sweet, you know. Two weeks later, I come back. It was really cute. He had a little wine on the table, and a little feast. Then he gave him a smicha, you know, Mama put his hands on me, blessed me. Sweet, just me and him, you know? Maybe it was sweet, I think it was sweet. Mm. Mm. You see, I tell you something, I don't know how happy I was, you know, who was mamish glowing. My father, you know, he was so happy, he got smitten, you know?